0: Okay, welcome to Synolinguists. linguists I am Jamie and I am
1: accompanied by my co-host Aiden. Yep. What's going on, man? Nothing much. You're back. You're back in the Northwest. Good old EVT. The
0: 425. Yeah. Four, yes, yeah, similarly mundane to when I last left it, but hey, <laughs> yeah. that's why I love it.
1: Yeah, Everett is still living in the 1980s. It'll, it's not going to change. So you right,
0: can, it seems like the war on drugs is still going. Oh, <laughs> heavy, dude! Yeah.
1: People are being prosecuted left and right, dropping yeah. like
0: flies. Uh huh. Yeah, Everett is just it's. Over you can there.
1: leave and come back in 20 years, and Jersey it'll still be jammed. the same.
0: Mm-hmm. So today's episode, Aiden, how would you categorize this? The, uh, these three movies,
1: I, m- musical, I guess. But they're, not not your typical musical type movie?
0: Yeah, I would say... Well, they're not musicals. Not musicals. Like a about movie music. about music. Yeah.
1: yeah. And there's a lot of drumming mm. in these. That is true.
0: There's a lot of drumming. There, two of them share a sort of similar genre, wouldn't you say, music-wise?
1: Sound of Metal and Whiplash? And Green Room. As oh. far as
0: like punk rock goes. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. Sound of Metal and Green Room, yeah. Yeah, so we, sure. we're
0: covering Sound of Metal, which just came out this year, 2020 green room which came out back in 2015 and then we're doing whiplash from 2014 mm. which mm. you know i think has aged very well i know yeah. a lot of people that this is their favorite 10 out of 10 Rewatch it for good. jk maybe it's some sadomasochist there they're like they want you know
1: they want a little yell little yeah they action. want fucking <laughs> jonah jameson from spider-man to just fucking scream at them while they're having intercourse
0: nothing wrong with that no just motivation really. that's one thing you need to know about us here on sin linguist there's no judgment this is a judgment nah. especially when it comes to your kink your fetish it's hey, all we don't kink all shame. we don't kink shame that's right and so let's just hop into it how about
1: it let's do it
0: start with sound of metal
1: yeah i i can you want to intro it should i intro it
0: yeah i mean you know we got deaf guys
1: yeah that's it <laughs> what do we got deaf guys here <laughs> oh yeah so it's a irreverent.
0: it's a heavy metal drummer who is in a band with his girlfriend yeah which i'm pretty sure is on the top three uh don't do's oh, when yeah. you're starting a band 100%. don't do it with a significant other But yeah. it seems to be going well for them
1: because they're touring around the u.s i mean they were each other's like emotional support system too which was yeah didn't work out towards the end but in the beginning
0: it was it seemed pretty high functioning yeah and so they're selling out shows. They're selling merch. They're living this uh, two member punk rock band yeah, they, lifestyle. Yeah, they live in a,
1: what is it called? An airstreamer? Airstreamer, yeah. this Airstream.
0: Massive RV
1: metal. Like, Just living Zeppelin a pretty romantic thing. lifestyle, really. Yeah,
0: definitely. And unfortunately, the main character.
1: Played by Riz Ahmed. Yeah, Ruben. Ruben. Great name. Good name. Great name. Good name, yeah. Uh, Riz Ahmed that you know from fucking the night of um, nightcrawler and, that's it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. and nightcrawler and uh, he's also in um, rogue one um, this dude is taking some punches in a lot of his roles yeah he's he's taking hard roles yeah. where it's like man I don't know his life must be great because he's like man I need a little bit of adversity or something because every role he takes is like fuck man okay Yeah, seriously, you're going through l- some shit yeah and a lot
0: of people take breaks from that like that whole midsummer cast was like yeah never doing that again Riz though he's ready for round two
1: like that ari aster guy i mean great movie (laughs) not inviting him to my wedding
0: oh my god how (laughs) how about a ari aster with a riz
1: lead that'd be crazy oh shit oh that'd be awesome yeah keep that Um, keep that in mind here folks yeah but so riz is also just like the last four to five years has really taken over as far as uh on the u.s scene he's phenomenal he's very good um just a strapping young lad from the uk yeah. then olivia cook plays his uh his co-star in the band
0: i wasn't as familiar with her do
1: i know her from somewhere um you may you may have I seen met. her okay you she's you know you're from you guys are both from manchester now
0: um once upon a hey, once upon a time it, the thing is whenever i talk manchester it
1: goes aussie yeah well that's that's they also Oi, get Liv. confused there
0: oh Liv, live you have a fag yeah
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, clo- that's closer right hey
0: you're getting there anyways yeah she was in me Earl and the dying girl I always wanted to see that she's in and then Ouija all um, oh, right Ouija which we, we
1: talked about is horrible yeah that's a bad movie but I don't remember her in it so I'll give her a pass <laughs> but she is in sound of metal she's got her her eyebrows dyed blonde as a true punk artist um just looking looking the part really they're both looking the part
0: yeah and so as everybody expects when they read about this movie riz aka Reuben his hearing starts to go and we find out like layers of his character start to revealing unfold themselves. Former addict, yeah.
1: Short temper. He's very he he. It's like he he's super rigid in the beginning and disciplined. Like you see him get up, make like a, a very healthy smoothie, do a workout, then wake up his girlfriend. Kind of like have to like nurse her almost to like because she's has some you know she's a, a metal singer so she has some sort of depression, yeah, some issues,
0: and they very blatantly show us that she used to cut herself
1: yeah there's some some obvious scars on her arm and um but you know it's that that's part of that's part of it you're gonna see that i mean yes it was blatant but at the same time it's like that type of person is probably gonna have that and so like i don't know how you could do it tastefully
0: no you're right i would rather them just when i say blatantly nobody said anything no
1: you just you see him on her arm in one scene and you're like oh he just clearly pans to it um
0: but, but you're right. I I would rather it be like that than what are you gonna go cut yourself yeah, again? Yeah.
1: Some some bullshit like that. You know? her? <laughs> um, <laughs> what, Are you gonna leave me? What? Because I can't hear? Hey, why'd you go cut yourself?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the other unhealthy way. But, yeah, yeah, that's the New
1: York version. For
0: their like their dark past are are mostly behind them uh-huh. as, as far as like addiction and whatnot goes. So this new problem. Yeah, the
1: disciplined him unravels yeah there's no more like it's it's like he has his life in this this like box to keep himself uh, uh as addicts do like i have to do this program and i have to do this i need my routine yeah he's sober and so he's very disciplined and sober and then um it's things start to unravel once his hearing goes immediately yeah as soon as he's got the official diagnosis
0: that he's going deaf like impulsively reaches for a cigarette Yeah, and so his girlfriend calls his PO, and then yeah, it just or not PO sponsor sponsor, yeah. Um, and you can you can just tell he's like starting to bug a little bit. You know, tapping his foot. Those
1: scenes are really good. The one uh where he goes to the doctor and does the hearing test, super good scene. Yes, he plays like he's just like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And when when can we get rid of it? And he's like, Mm -hmm. you can't. And he's like, uh huh, okay. It's he just like he does it so well. And then when he talks to his sponsor and he's like yeah apparently i can't have a cigarette even though it seems like uh, <laughs> yeah. my manager and he's just like angry and like but he does it so well like it, still being respectful to his girlfriend is mm-hmm. like you can tell he's just losing it
0: yeah he nailed this character yeah it, it it is not an easy one to No, play. not at all i mean a metal drummer turned deaf guy former addict
1: and like all the subtleties throughout the movie of him being deaf to where he's like like, you know, you think you forget because he can hear in real life, mm-hmm. but he like they nail all the actors, nail all the all the like if there is something that you wouldn't miss when you're deaf, but you don't think about because uh, you can hear you see that it, it like plays out in the movie and you're like, I, I'm not the part where he's like selling the RV or whatever. And he's just like, I I can't hear you. You have yeah. to write it down.
0: Yeah, he, he at that point, he started to use it to his advantage because he likes things like short and quick yeah. and simple. Uh, Doesn't
1: need too much interaction with people,
0: right? So he already was like, "Yes or no? I'm deaf, so you have two choices. No negotiating. <laughs> Go fuck yourself." Yeah, I, I agree, man. Every, everybody was spot on in this movie, and like you were saying, the perspective is the driving force of this, right? Mm-hmm. Being deaf and, and and not and being able to hear, because that's what we see. We get flipped so yeah. The back way back it, the way it's
1: shot is, you'll hear. Um, like when his because he- in the beginning his hearing's kind of going in and out and he just like thinks it's like a you know you like rub your ear then you can hear again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he thinks it's kind of that situation. But we're along the ride with him. So when his hearing goes out, we don't hear anything either. And then when it comes back, we do. And then we mm-hmm. watch him fucking have a panic attack on stage.
0: Yeah, it's a bit of an on and off switch because they they'll take us out when he can't hear and let the audience hear everything mm-hmm. and then go back and forth. But it's done really really well. And and they
1: don't use okay so to move the the movie along he ends up going to like a former addict deaf like shelter rehab center it's like a rehab for addicts that are also deaf yes it's very specific Mm -hmm. and the guy that fucking runs it what's his name uh joe joe's the he's like a vietnam vet who lost his hearing Mm -hmm. uh in in the war and like he's the one person that runs it and he's just like the nicest dude like so earnest just wants wants the best for everyone
0: yeah and uh my sister was asking me like did it feel like authentic and whatnot and i was like i I thought they all did riz learned asl yeah that guy that played joe grew up with two deaf parents oh wow learned sign language from an early age has
1: were the all the other were the actors that you don't really hear from were they all deaf i didn't see
0: anything on that they're you know i I wouldn't be surprised if there there were a lot of them but him in particular i was curious about because i was like the deaf rehab guy... So, this is a big question I have with mm-hmm. somebody who doesn't really know any truly deaf people. Yeah. Uh, the deaf rehab guy didn't really talk deaf to me. Is that a stereotype or a misconception, do you think, like, when, you know, a deaf guy's like... Like, they can still talk, but it's Yeah, like, well, there's oh, different... hi, Aiden. Yeah. You know, that kind of...
1: There's different types. I think this guy... I mean, this is his job, is mm-hmm. to be the... the the leader of this this house of of people who are deaf. So I think yeah he's had or a he's lot of practice at it, and yeah he he said he reads lips. He's like you yeah. got to... like when they would accidentally cover their mouth. And he's like I, I don't know what you're saying. You gotta. Mm-hmm. So I think he has a lot of conversation to the point where that he can he can do it. I think it was genuine. Yeah, I didn't see any flaw in that.
0: Had that character had like reached peak comfortability with yeah being deaf. And yeah, had exactly like, you know, what forty years to try and pass on to Ruben.
1: Yeah, and Ruben, yeah. Took, was, him a,
0: took took him yeah he, so, he had to go through it all and that's what one, one thing i liked about that character he's stubborn he he wants to to take things all the way he wants to try the ear implant to see the yeah. hearing aid will help he wants to try and revive his relationship i'm jumping ahead a little bit mm-hmm. but i like that they let that character see things through yeah
1: he never cut things off he always always wanted to like his satisfy. girlfriend lou was always like that was his main goal mm-hmm. was like get back with her get the band back together. I think also that was clearly his like comfort zone. Like I have my disciplined, happy, non-addicted life on the road with my girlfriend, putting out music and like, he was comfortable. And I think that's, he was like, that's my happy spot. That's where I want to be at. So the whole movie, he's trying to get back to that place. Despite finding a new happy spot. That's the thing at
0: the rehab rehab center. Yeah. It took him a long time, but then he starts getting involved in the community. Yeah. One of my favorite scenes was when he's on the slide mm-hmm. with the kid mm-hmm. this deaf kid that he, cause he's working with some a deaf school and the kid pa- pounds on the slide and they can like feel can the, the vibrations the rhythm yeah and they have this connection for a second that's it, it was pretty stunning yeah
1: he uh he like found the kid that was like act like They also acting a fool. Yeah. But like, and it's done so subtly. I feel like when there's a a bad kid in the classroom, like it's very obvious, but this kid Uh was just like hyperactive and they made eye
0: contact for like two seconds. Yeah.
1: So like it was, it was just done really well. And he like found him was like, all right, let's go outside. He's Mm -hmm. obviously restless. And then they do the whole, yeah, they're banging on the, on the metal slide. And so they could feel Mm -hmm. kind of the beat. And then he like displays his drum skills. Basically.
0: Another scene I want to mention as far as that perspective goes, was the early uh dinner that they have all together and And he's like what the he's like deaf he can't like people are passing stuff they're like banging on the table to get their attention and it's all just
1: silent yeah joe does not try to like he's like hey you're going learn to be deaf yeah he He doesn't
0: he doesn't hold his hand too much no
1: it's like if you're to like to learn to be a cook or something they're like yep you're just gonna start cooking right and if you fuck up we're gonna well i mean joe doesn't yell at him but like he just throws them in the fire. He's like, look, they're all deaf. You're going to have to catch up. So you're just mm-hmm. going to go to dinner and they're all going to be signing and you're not going to know what the fuck's going on.
0: Yeah. Everybody's writing down goals and you deaf feel community. like overwhelmed
1: the first dinner scene. Like, oh, you yeah, see him definitely. trying to like see what people are talking about. And yeah. he's like, I think they're talking about me. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. And like, I was, I was like overwhelmed because, uh, yeah. And then it flips the switch
0: back out to us, mm-hmm. the audience hearing the, uh, the audio for what it is you know when you're not deaf yeah and it's just a lot of banging people like no one's really talking much yeah like some grunts here and there but that Mm -hmm. was a really really good scene man they have uh, this this movie was chock full of that kind of yeah the
1: sound design to like make you feel like you're in riz's shoes is pretty awesome yeah man
0: i feel like there's like a hundred different avenues i could go when talking about this movie it's really good
1: even just uh lose
0: reaction when she finds out that he's like truly deaf and she needs to do something about it she's like deer in the headlights but still is manages it in a really healthy way
1: and yeah. is conscious of his mental health well and- so what uh a line that was not like very notable notable i guess was uh, joe was like how long have you and Lou been together or no he's like how long have you been sober and he's like four years and he's like how long have you, you and Lou been together it's like four years so it's like it's it's yeah. insinuated that they met each other in rehab and like they're each other's keeper and so it's like them they don't being, know anything else anything no. without so they're both that afraid other person, to be apart from the other person right
0: because without that other person at that point means yeah, drugs back, back sadness, drugs. depression. yeah exactly
1: yeah. The and it was very damage. clear like lou uh had this thing where she would like anxiously itch uh mm-hmm. her like part of her arm really bad um uh and like i don't know and he would just be like oh stop it he they would just cared for each other they were codependent as yeah fuck and and when something like this happens and you have to split off from each other it's not gonna be good mm-hmm. yeah that scene where they she goes off in the taxi is really good mm-hmm. where he's like you're my heart fuck yeah so sad
0: yeah this this was a heart-wrenching movie man all, all the way to the end, all yeah. all the way through, start to finish. This this movie didn't didn't drop me once. Wait. The
1: end was, oh man.
0: He so he goes to France to like catch up. So with she's her.
1: she's she's half French, I guess, or something. Yeah, her dad. Her dad's French. French, so she can
0: and rich as fuck.
1: Yeah, go back and live in Paris, and so she does. While he's
0: in rehab, she goes and goes you know vacations. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding, but
0: <laughs> and kind of sheds her punk rock.
1: yeah so that that the most i mean the whole story is kind of heartbreaking but him going back and she's complete it felt like she was like slumming it with him like like he was almost like an experiment and then her this is where she fits in like clearly she's this upper class she's speaking french and he didn't even know she could or like hadn't heard her and like and she clearly lied to him in some ways about it yeah it's like oh i don't
0: know i'm just she picking, like i'm just picking some up it's like bitch you just speak sp- yeah uh, spoke it
1: seemed like um i don't know it seemed like he was almost a phase for her but they totally but it, and so when he's back there he's like so out of his element yeah one he's like a you know he's from the u.s yeah two is dad the dad doesn't really like him yeah
0: and this is all hearing aside yeah these are all problems this is before, before we the get death to thing. the fact that he's deaf now
1: the dad's like you know i kind of felt like you stole my daughter from me and he's <laughs> like dude fuck i just but I he's like,
0: little- oh, don't worry don't worry i i came to terms with it. yeah
1: not anymore but <laughs> but at
0: one point i thought you were a real shithead yeah
1: fuck oh, i don't like you americans i don't <laughs> i kind of have hate my daughter <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah man that when he went to paris i was like "Uh oh this could this could kind of slow down at make first the,
1: i thought she was gonna have like a, chop up a boyfriend the or some shit right um but thank god she didn't i think that would have been a cheap way out to be honest Yeah, definitely i think what happened is super realistic like she's say it's been a year or six months or however long maybe three even three months yeah she's like fully become a her own person she's not itching herself anymore immediately Uh when he's like we got to get the airstream the band back together she like starts itching and is like right and that's when he realizes like oh fuck like it's not going to happen
0: and and even the way that they have that conversation and address it felt very real because they didn't have to like bring all these like argument points Mm -mm. he just said it's okay yeah it's okay like he fully understood at that moment that that past is gone now. yeah
1: he has to move on and they, they were like you like you saved my life and you saved me. and that was like kind of their partying like all right like it's not going to be what it was like things mm-hmm. have changed too much and mostly she had changed the most i mean like he was deaf and everything like that but i think she did the most major change like her hair has grown out and mm-hmm. she's fucking uh she's just a different person and is now like becoming a full like parisian citizen yeah very upper class he's like doesn't have a dad very poor they had their moment as like a punk rock thing but it's yeah, like yeah
0: and then he stopped forcing it yeah and he knew. Point, he, he knew wasn't he wasn't like, like fuck oh let's go to berlin and, yeah you know jump into that uh punk rock scene but no, he was over it man and and that was the, probably the most beautiful thing about this movie was showing these characters go through all this just shit. develop yeah and then it's time to go it's time to leave things behind and
1: it's time to start a new I think the big part was Joe was like this is a place where we're not like ashamed of being deaf. Deaf is and, not a disability, yeah, to these and he's people. like, and you went to get this implant in, and like, I can't have you here because I want these kids and everyone to to see it just a normal life, even if you're deaf, also because of his behavior at the time, he was like, I understand what you're saying,
0: but every single physical cue you're giving me re- right now reminds me of an addict.
1: Yeah cuz like I got to get back to I got to mm-hmm. get back to Lou and he's like this is unacceptable. And like you can look at it as she was just a, a replacement addiction. I mean one mm-hmm. that that was necessary and like did it, ran its course, but yeah man, it was when he was like hey you could tell that Joe was like the wiser one in this in that in that scene and then mm-hmm. at the end when he is finally like this with these implants like I hear too much and everything and it's overwhelming and he finally just takes them off and like sits for a long time. It's like a 20 second shot that was You're awesome like the, the, okay that quiet place the stillness is the stillness. what joe was talking
0: about yeah and also just uh, the perspective of what it's like to have a hearing aid because mm-hmm. it's not a cure no and in a lot of ways it was way worse yeah like when he's at the the birthday party in france just picking up tw- everything it's like fuck yeah dude. you can't be in crowds because the hearing aid picks up too much so it's like listening to a a shitty radio station, like yeah. a staticky radio station on full blast for an entire car ride. Like that would drive people mad and it was like, crazy. Yeah. And it, it was sad, but at the same time not because it, it also confirmed what Joe had been saying about yeah. just hey, you need to come you need to be come comfortable to terms with, with your new life. Yeah.
1: And And I, it everything added up. He was like, hey, you cannot keep in touch with people. You have to like dive deep into the scene but he kept in touch with lou and was like surfing the internet and and different things when he wasn't supposed to and that's why he couldn't fully let go of it that's why he's like i gotta go i gotta get back to her she's in paris mm-hmm. we're gonna get the band back to, you know so yeah good movie man yeah Super really fun- fucking any good. any qualms at all
0: the only qualm i have is that i was hoping for a little bit more like for for one i am say i want to say there was no fat on this movie i didn't think there were scenes
1: unnecessary scenes
0: unnecessary scenes i liked. i thought it was all really important Mm -hmm. from like the montages of him teaching with the kids to you know traveling to paris ended up being good that's the only thing i was worried about Mm -hmm. i just wish we would have gotten a little bit more of like the band in music in the beginning a little bit more sinking the teeth into their uh band relationship yeah we got uh, some some good scenes
1: maybe like one more stop. Yeah. One more stop in the tour before he goes deaf or something. Right,
0: And because most of the band scenes were just a super up close on him, a mm-hmm. uh, drumming, and then a couple pans to the crowd, a couple pans to her singing. I would have got, like, a little bit more immersion yeah. with that, and that would have sunk us even more into, you know... Him wanting to get the band back together. Yeah, right, but I totally understand, you know, it was... I mean, how long was it to begin with? 2.10. 2.10, so yeah i i get it if you were going to scrap something that that seems right because yeah. the characters were uh, deep enough already to, to where we didn't necessarily need that so that's that's my only only point what about you
1: um yeah i i thought the same thing i was like part of me is like oh man i really would like to if they would have went one more show and then his hearing goes out and he like can't keep the beat or something and mm-hmm. she's like uh what's going on and then he reveals but um but no i i yeah, I got no, no qualms with this yeah, movie at all. But really. you're right.
0: There are there a couple different ways to do that. They didn't choose the worst one. But, yeah, if there was anything I could have changed, it, it would have been yeah, that. Yeah,
1: but it's not like that made it worse. It was no, just like that well. would have made it better, better. for me. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what score are you giving it?
0: Well, for one, I want to say this would have been an excellent movie in the theaters.
1: Oh, yeah. This it's would so have
0: good. been so good. with the uh, When you... For those who haven't seen this movie yet and you go to watch it try to get some decent audio going with it because the juxtaposition of hearing it as the audience and then hearing it from the deaf pers- uh perspective is
1: the surround oh, sound man. would be nuts um the the rage frustration hope when he's just beating the fuck out of the recording uh insurance. yeah man like, like oh it, my it all, god i felt
0: all of it man and, and then you also get community in peace
1: somehow yeah this covered a lot actually. it covered
0: so much in so i knew by the end like i i was like okay shit i need i need to rewatch this soon because right yeah. off the back i was like this is i don't know this is this is really up there i would say right now after i gave it a couple days and thought about it more it's probably like an eight seven ish it's pretty yeah. high for me yeah. I, I had to keep because I was like, "This is a fucking nine for sure."
1: See, I only saw it once, and that's that's where I'm at. Okay, I haven't rewatched it, and for you know how like when you rewatch a movie, you can see things maybe that you're like, "Eh," but for my first watch, it's this is. I think this is the first nine I've given out.
0: Yeah, this I'm I'm gonna round it up too. Then with you, I'll 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 hit the hit the nine because I, I was like, man, it was so good. I kept yeah. thinking back on it. I was like, was there? It's kind of
1: like that. uh the what that what's that book Mo Mo Beta Blues by Mo Beta Blues where he's like uh, it's a book by Questlove and he's just like. Mm-hmm. I, I wish I could, like, bottle up the feeling of hearing a song for the first, for the first time. time. Well,
0: it's that guy. It's, it's one of the Roots uh, producers that says that. Oh, okay. And, yeah, yeah, he's like, um, well, I, well, I think... Quest I wish every a, time
1: I hear a song would be the first time The I first time.
0: It. And the guy's like, yeah, that's why I only listen to songs once. I was like, well, that's not realistic. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I'm going to abuse that song. But
0: you're right, man. That That's a, the same that's thing a really with movies. Good good the okay. first
1: time you see one, you're like, holy fuck, that was insane.
0: Yeah, and, and just the, the breadth of emotion and on top of that like a crazy unique and and strong perspective yeah to it too i mean what more could you want you know uh this is the best for me without a doubt this is the best movie i've seen that's a uh, 2020 release oh yeah i know Definitely. it's not saying much because a lot of movies have are just waiting, Push back or whatever yeah de- delaying releases because they're trying to make money yeah but this this is no doubt uh my favorite so far riz's performance is my favorite so Dude, far you have to watch joe, all of the night of he's I, so good i know i need i need to finish that he's not
1: even american and the accents he's doing you're like well, what oh, the fuck is going on
0: he i, I would say the, the guy that played joe i would
1: love to see a, a oh, su- supporting was amazing a supporting nod i feel he like he deserves um, it for it he got like a boston critic award his character did joe
0: nice that it was so good man he yeah you just there was so much you could read from his face it just sucks because it wasn't
1: it wasn't um released in theaters so it's like not and there's just like not a lot of film festivals playing to give out awards Mm -hmm. so it's just too bad for the timing for them it's kind of like donnie darko when it like came out around 9 11 so no one saw it because people were like afraid to go to public places and shit yeah that's why it was like very unknown for a long time timing's everything man i actually didn't know that about donnie dark yeah Well, true, trivia for you nice um well let's get into green room then yeah let's move on so graden green-,
0: green room is a movie you showed to me after <sighs> just talking about it nonstop, and since then i have done the same thing i've now seen people. it
1: three <laughs> times
0: it's green room is fucking awesome and i the only thing i want to preface before i let you take it away is that i have tried to show this to people who don't have a stomach for gore (laughs) yeah they were not only like i can't watch this but like why would you show this to me (laughs) (laughs) you know so keep that in mind there are gory moments in this movie but they're all
1: it's uh, worth it
0: it's like they they're not gory for shock value. Yes, shock value. It's, it's gory because of the reality of the situation. Yeah.
1: So, Green Room is a I think 2015. It's like a yep. kind of a thriller, horror thriller movie. Definitely. Movie a thriller. Written and directed by Jeremy Saulnier, who we're a big fan of. He's mm-hmm. done this movie, he's done Blue Ruin and he's done Murder Party, which is like a very cult classic, a uh, very niche genre. Um, kind of like this movie, honestly, as far as like the, the scope of the movie, but and way different. Way, yeah. The tones, different the delivery, the, completely different. But as far as like one setting, here's what happens and mm. how it develops. It's kind of similar in that way. Um, but he, he also, in all his movies, uh, making Blair is his childhood friend, um, and like sometimes co-director with him and writer and he's in all the movies he's in
0: super similar creativity you can yeah,
1: tell yeah he's in murder party blue ruin and he's in, in this one as well
0: they're on the same page yeah
1: it's yeah it's t- very it's very fluid and mm-hmm. super nice so basically this is about a punk band who goes to do they're on tour and they're going to do a show and the show gets canceled so they get like a a makeshift show somewhere and it's a neo-nazi like encampment and they're like, fuck it, money's money, we want to play. They're um, desperate as fuck. As fuck. Yeah, they're all poor. They're siphoning gas.
0: Yeah, they're siphoning gas. They're on a, on a tour, which yeah. they clearly have lost more money than they've made. And they need to get back to the East Coast. So they, a gig drops and this guy's like, "Well, I got I can get you one out in the out in the woods." Uh, yeah, boots and laces. Yeah, that's
1: what he says to them. He's like, "Yeah, they're so far right they're practically left." You're like, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> that was that's my favorite line in the whole movie. That was movie. so good. Yeah, yeah, so far right they're practically left. The guy's name's Worm or something. Yeah, just um, so matter-of-factly.
0: Right. So they get they got to play a gig at a neo-Nazi.
1: Yeah, uh, and it's and it's like a serious and like not that it's that I, I don't know i'm not in the the oregon woods but i know yeah. that portland has been like notoriously had some like oh this has kind of been a nazi just it's, like anarchists. yeah it's, vibe easy in to general. Hi- it's
0: really easy to hide out there yeah
1: there's no you know sales tax you know you know the nazis yeah, love no sales they're, cheap, tax. they're cheap bastards <laughs> those nazis
0: they're penny pushers
1: um which is ironic because you know they want to kill the other cheap bastards wow probably a little bit too far yeah, we should okay. cut that uh <laughs> anyway so they go and they play they play, fuck. they play a show and it goes well and the people like it but then when they're leaving uh, no i remember the last one of the last songs they play is like a fuck you nazi song. yeah about people they're like I mad thought, yeah oh, no, they start out with that one and then they and, keep playing it. And right, I think people okay. are like, it's so punk that they're playing this at us that we love it and we're eating it up. Yeah. And so they go to leave and they get out of the green room, which is why it's named that. And there's someone in there that the band they opened for killed a girl there. She's just sti- sit laying there with a knife in her head. And he's not supposed to see that, obviously. And he's like, okay, fuck. And then he's like, I didn't see anything. I can We can leave. And they're like, yeah, they've seen too much. Like, We can't just let them see this and then go on the road they're going to yeah. tell someone so they trap them in the green room that's kind of what this movie is about them trying to get out of this green room this band um it's starring chaos and, ensues but yeah, yeah. let's hear starring the starring anton yelchin um patrick stewart our girl fucking maybe maybe from uh rest of development what's Aaliyah. her what's, Aaliyah shock hat or whatever that's got to be a made up name a, sta- <laughs> a stage name that's a, that's a studio name they they all kill it all the acting's great um fucking macon blair is amazing Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart does a, a great
0: job. And what's what did he say in the interview? Uh, he, he's like, he finished reading the script at his country home in England. It was so terrifying that he locked up his house, turned on the security system, and poured himself a scotch. Yeah, he's like, I poured myself a tall scotch. And, and he damn, knew it was gonna going to be a challenge. But yeah, he was like, yeah, I need to dull the mind here. Cause. And then he
1: was like, after saying yes to the movie, I was in Portland in 10 days shooting it. He was just like, I just so you know, flew from England and was yeah. ready. Just gripped him. I yeah. love it. It, i mean the story is amazing the story,
0: story is so powerful
1: um it is fucked like the the amount of violence is fucked but it's like very appropriate for what's going on it's like
0: what are you gonna do you have two options like succumb to the nazis or fight your way out and they're and either gonna kill you or die. kill you
1: yeah or like you have to become part of their group forever and you can't leave mm-hmm. just uh, unwilling also one of them's jewish so it's like an unwilling nazi sympathizer yeah if you yeah so they fight their way out basically that's pretty much the concept of the movie Uh but the the dialogue and the scenes and the acting is so good um man and the music like when i'm not a huge punk fan but like i was like enjoying their music the scene where they play in the diner where he's like sorry yeah they're canceling the show and he's like i get you guys another gig and he's like "Where at he's like oh diner and then there's like them playing screamo music in front of like old grandparents like is what? it in like a Mexican? look like it's like denny's or some shit <laughs> yeah. you're like what the fuck is going on
0: yeah that was really bizarre and they get like food out of it
1: yeah it was hilarious yeah. um
0: i guess the cover uh that first song we were talking about that they play uh is a cover of the dead kennedy's song nazi punks fuck off
1: oh that's right yeah because yeah. at the end he's like it yeah, was a cover and then, <laughs> <laughs> like cuts to the next scene that's
0: right yeah
1: um so i mean there's not uh, it's like a pretty simple simple idea for a movie, but it's fucking it's done so well and like with that that small the devil's in the
0: details man yeah There's when so when many you crazy when good you have details.
1: such a niche idea niche idea you can like yeah you can get as creative as you want yeah. within those boundaries, yeah, and he said Fuck. that
0: what's his name Jeremy said that because blue blue ruin did pretty well, he was like, okay, I pretty much have one more opportunity to make a completely creative independent
1: yeah yeah, because now he's getting attention and people are going to want to have a say in what he does yeah exactly and he did just that oh my god dude fucking it was so good and now it's like oh now he can he can reach these big actors to play these roles like anton yelchin r.i.p we do need to say in 2016 he died uh his own car i think pinned him on like a slope it, it, complicated situation but r.i.p to him he was also charlie bartlett and and uh in star trek as mm-hmm. well um great actor r.i.p but uh he, um yeah jeremy got a got to pull some big name actors this time around and i mean and it was so well done patrick stewart gets to play a, a neo-nazi like it's good casting because mm-hmm. he would one who would think of him to play this role in two uh he, him saying yes mm-hmm. and then like this major actor saying
0: yes, but being crazy motivated to do it. Yeah.
1: And he was like, and then we had to just sit in that piss poor weather in Portland. Mm -hmm. God, I'm sounding like Sean Connery more and more.
0: There's a lot of, uh, I, what I like that Jeremy does, he uses really normal, not normal situations, but simple situations and creates a ton of tension with it. Like when they're in the green room, they'll sometimes open up the door ajar
1: and like and, and like barter,
0: yeah, and barter with uh, the Nazis and try and like get a phone. Get you know they have a gun, and that alone was fucking gripping because yeah. eventually the guy sticks his arm out, and gets like hacked by yeah, a that's machete. one of the grosser
1: parts. Yeah, yeah, his arm um, gets fucked up and they duct tape it because they have nothing to work with.
0: Yeah, th- this movie is fucking sick. Uh, What's his name has one of my favorite characters, uh, the guy that was in Skins for a second. I forget his name. Joe Cole. Yeah, that must be him with the big lips.
1: Yeah, is he the, yeah, the British Cole. dude? Yeah, He was excellent. Was he the he was the MMA dude? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. He puts the guy in an arm bar and then eventually breaks it.
1: Yeah, so they, like, pretty much what happens is they're like, we have to make a run for it, and they do it a few times and then, like, realize they can't, so they mm-hmm. go back and mm-hmm. get pinned in, make a run for it, get pinned in, um, and then, like, slowly but surely – more people die and die yeah. each time they try to run won't out. spoil this, but they find more secrets around yeah. the green room too. Yeah. The
0: only reason most 2015 ones I would spoil, but for this one, I feel like it's, it's worth it. Um, um
1: yeah, you, I, I heavily suggest this movie. Yes. It's going to be pretty gruesome. So like, don't show it to your mom or something. <laughs>
0: yeah, absolutely not.
1: But, uh, but it's a great movie. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, if we talk about qualms, I don't know if I have any,
0: yeah nothing ever
1: you could say maybe it's drawn out when they're like walking through the woods but even that like i liked that ending because we had to like take a breather because it
0: goes as soon as it's set in motion in the green room it doesn't fucking stop until they get into the woods yeah it's
1: like a very high intensity the whole time so i i thought that was
0: excellent the ending was fucking incredible yeah i don't i mean I've, i've probably seen it three or four times i don't think there's anything that really sticks out after watching it
1: three times and still being like this is so fucking good yeah i was like once i saw the lineup of movies we were gonna have i was like oh this is gonna be like our highest scoring podcast dude because this movie's ever since we
0: did an episode where we were like wow you know it's been a while since we've given any movie and yeah (laughs) it's
1: been nothing but but bangers for the most part um that being said what score would you give this this was
0: an eight for me this is like the great fucking movie this is like one of those established thrillers for me yeah. but it's Must not see. it's not like my favorite mm-hmm. uh thriller ever uh, i think it's it's just because uh it, it's kind of a, a cool sick thing you know but it's not necessarily it doesn't get super deep no it, yeah it's not going to change your life and that's what i i like so much about yeah. it and if, if they ever tried to do that i'm sure it would have been worse And that's yeah. what i like about jeremy he's he takes that realism pretty yeah, seriously
1: to a whole new level
0: yeah so so this this is a eight no no doubt for me what about you
1: um it is an eight five for me oh. i really like this movie mm-hmm. a lot um it's just unique and, it is very, and there's and nothing like it no and it's just done so well mm-hmm. and like like i said also no fat on this movie mm-hmm. not in the same way as a as a sound of metal but yeah it's similar to like every scene's important and i liked and i was just holding on to the dialogue when they're like what's your fucking which is like a classic like what's your desert island bands or, yeah. or record uh-huh. and he's like you want to hear it and she's like honestly no <laughs> she's like we're <laughs> fucked i don't want to hear your desert island yeah you know the writing was great mm-hmm. um
0: crazy good scenes like yeah. stupid good scenes like the 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 two twins stabbing themselves to take the heat yeah oh my called. god
1: there's a lot of really good yeah touch i fucking forgot about movie. that he's like come on go on they like put their uh-huh. heads together yeah Brandon todd shout out to the podcast he would love this movie and that scene i i told him to watch it i'm pretty sure he saw it and, and loved it um <laughs> so yeah eight five eight five for me so. um great fucking movie and yeah, it, totally. it goes that little extra mile for me because when you when you see the title and you're like oh horror thriller sometimes i i have uh like preconceived notions about a movie but this this exceeded expectations
0: yeah despite it having every opportunity to just be, be an, cheap a, another cheap yeah
1: you know c-grade uh slasher or something no, it this, they're like they're never gonna nominate this movie for an oscar but it definitely should win some some should have won some awards yeah agreed. i think it won some independent awards but like i wouldn't have been mad if it was like golden globe nominee but yeah. they would never do that
0: it's going to be a cult cla- it is a cult classic yeah. man as as are the rest of jeremy's movies Okay, moving on to Whiplash from 2014. Now, this is quite the opposite as far as uh, critical acclaim goes. This thing was loved at the Oscars. Oh, yeah. Uh, from what I remember. Let me double check. But,
1: yeah, so we got... one Best Film Editing, Best Sound Mixing, Best Supporting boom, Actor boom. for J.K. Simmons. Yeah, which is the easy win. Yeah, and you then know, Best his- Adapted Screenplay and Best Picture nominations. Yeah, um... Fuck man, the,
0: uh, Whiplash is phenomenal. I think this is a movie more of our listeners will be familiar with because it was a big release. Yeah, it was everywhere. Definitely the it's, biggest. It's one of those least. movies that, like, you get like a, a few a casual theater goers to mm-hmm. go watch. They're gonna tell everybody about. Oh it. yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's a great movie. Yeah. So this was probably my third time watching. I think. And oh, also, before I forget, mm. one of the. The, the writers of the original story of sound of metal was that dude that wrote all of the uh, uh blue valentine place no beyond way. the pines really yeah that, that guy yeah yeah we'll, we'll have to we'll have to uh, address that another time yeah but, that's uh, awesome that, that dude's incredible yeah that guy's got a solid list yeah he does no uh, doubt of like originality too yeah but anyway back to back to uh whiplash you know we've got a the synopsis, most of you are familiar with. A promising young drummer enrolls in a cutthroat music conservatory, uh, which I think is supposed to be like Juilliard, basically, yeah, in New York City, where his dreams of greatness are mentored by an instructor who will stop at nothing to realize a student's potential. Mm-hmm. And that instructor is J.K. Simmons, and that student, that young drummer, is Miles Teller, who I thought had an excellent role, too. Yeah, did great. He enabled jk in a lot of ways to carry that performance all the way through to the end but jk's is what you come to watch this movie. yeah for. he
1: f- is a fucking psychopath it's great yeah it, this is like a
0: once in a career performance
1: yeah i mean he won for it so
0: yeah and, and, and that's what i what i'm when i said like easy win is because it was so obviously you had
1: he had to have read the script and been like oh i might be winning oscar here
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is insane if i gotta go
1: i'm throwing a chair fuck
0: yeah right 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 yeah uh and the cinematography never missed tempo
1: yeah that's right
0: they uh they were so good at panning to when things were heating
1: up not quite my tempo
0: (laughs) they hit the drums back to the to the you know the brass or whatever yeah strings they it was a really well shot and that helped keep the intensity that JK kind of laid on us
1: also I think this is when he was like getting in shape for Marvel movies he's kind of shredded for an older man in this oh movie. he's
0: super shredded he's not um like JK and uh uh was he in
1: he's in Spider-Man no no
0: which one's the one where he's the dad is our uh, idiot brother
1: uh no, no uh I love you man I love you man <laughs> son's got a swimsuit full of brittle you know <laughs> yeah, that... Look like a forty year old Serbian man <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that might be uh, At a bush
1: like a four-year-old serbian <laughs> that was
0: one of my favorite uh, jk
1: roles um, he's, he's great in that and just paul Rudd, just like <laughs> the jokester's over here right he's mm-hmm. just so uncomfortable
0: <laughs> but yeah miles Tell- teller he is the kind of unsung uh enabler for said performance from jk i thought he had like an excellent display of being the dedicated student subdued
1: emotions until he just explodes. right and
0: and he can't he has such a hard time interacting with people outside Mm -hmm. of that dedication and i I think he he portrayed that yeah really well outside of the mindset so basically
1: like he's being pushed by jk simmons and throughout the movie there's also this um this court case going on about jk simmons because one of his former students committed suicide and the 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 parents decided that it was there was a big change in their son when he enrolled in this Schaefer conservatory and he was their Terrence Fletcher or whatever J.K. Simmons character was the leader and he would just take abuse and he was he's a very abusive teacher like very mean he says that's
0: putting it lightly (laughs) yeah
1: he's driving kids to suicide yeah exactly pretty much he was a, a big factor in this kid's suicide and so the parents started to sue him and so there's a case and then they called, they, uh, there, there's like a lot of things happen. Basically, um, Miles Taylor is like unknown to, to Terrence Fletcher in this movie. And then he gives him his shot to be the drummer. Cause something happened to the other one. I think he like kicked him out or whatever. And, uh, and then he like rises to the occasion, but then there's this constant battle of other people also coming in and, um, and it just follows Miles Teller's journey. And so... During this journey, he just, like, decides to up and quit because it's becoming, like, too much on his mental health. And then that's when this whole case happens, and they're like, yeah, there was another student kind of in a similar situation, like, here, who killed himself. And uh, then he gets back on, and it's it's just, like, I don't know. It's, like, a a very concentrated movie because it's just about him being a drummer for this, like, intense, pretty much Juilliard-type thing. Mm -hmm. But then... um, so much happens mm-hmm. like the, the story develops and like changes he starts dating this girl and then he's like yeah i can't see you because i want to be fucking charlie parker
0: yeah exactly the f- the film is is really focusing on the question at least to me what does it take to be
1: exceptional there to be a genius Pretty
0: how much. far do you have to push yourself to get there and jk is 100 percent committed and invested in that
1: question making making his students one of those geniuses
0: yeah exactly and so he pushes uh miles teller's character all the way to the edge he gets in a car crash you know because he's pressured to make a uh, fucking crazy performance on time and so
1: he you know at that point his parents are like yo, let's like you know, getting a car crash, and, you tr- and he tried playing, and like was losing too much blood that he like couldn't. Yeah. Keep ugh, bleeding on the that drum set. That seems crazy. For, like, the
0: third time we've seen already at that point in the movie, but not the last time. Yeah. And so the parents are like, "Yeah, let's let's bring this up to the school board." Yeah. You know, all, as you as you should. And so there's all, already a legal team pursuing
1: it. So he drops out. Then he's so. he's just trying to be a normal guy again he's trying to be a normal guy but he can't he can't can't. no he's he needs to go back he wants to be the greatest drummer that ever lived he wants the pain it's it's pain that he
0: has deeply associated with getting better
1: and then like pleasing jk simmons like even when he was out of the group he still wants to to impress this guy yeah because jk simmons i think in that important meeting he's like the worst thing you can tell somebody is good job. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I think the, that the two, the
0: two worst, uh, words in like the American, the English language is good, good job. job
1: because it, it gives it like basically makes someone think, Oh, I'm doing good. I can like step off the gas a little bit. So basically like the tiniest of grins from him is like
0: you know, insane amount of praise yeah. from Fletcher.
1: And so that's all he's looking for. And then, then Fletcher also sells him, on this idea of wanting to become this, like, Charlie Parker type, this, like, the greatest jazz musician that he can, jazz mm-hmm. drummer, whatever. And so he's like, all right, yeah, I'm going to put in all the time. And he does. And he doesn't want to hang – he doesn't want friends. He says in the movie, he says, I think friends are a waste of time. You know, I want to be remembered. And I want to be this genius. And and it talks about – genius comes from someone who's very naturally talented, who's just really good, and then also, like, matching that with, like, 10,000 hours. yes and like that's where you know a lebron james or something comes from right but we're talking in jazz so right. he's trying to put in that much work mm-hmm. and i think what made this movie a little bit more
0: special is because of the sort of twist the like uh that fletcher pulls on miles teller why can i not was it andy or what was his character's name andrew yeah andy. andrew, andrew Neman. Yeah, neiman yeah neiman so you know of course Andrew cannot help but get back into the scene so he meets up with JK at like one of JK or one of Fletcher's jazz shows where he's like I'm creative now I'm not just a crazy asshole and so look at my fucking hat look (laughs) at my
1: fedora or whatever he's
0: wearing right right and so Andy lets himself be convinced by jk by fletcher to To, like join one of his shows one of his like new because he's kicked out of uh teaching at the school obviously and andy pretends like he doesn't know why Mm -hmm. and like asks him oh did you quit like a fucking idiot uh and so anyway jk kind of pulls one over on him yeah by like uh making him screw up in front of like a all the critics in new york yeah
1: sabotages Mm -hmm. andrew neiman in front of like because because the because fletcher is a big name Mm -hmm. and so they all want to see his symphony or or jazz and they know
0: that he chooses the best of the best
1: and so he knows how bad um, neiman wants to be the best drummer ever and so then he just trains him for the wrong sheet of music exactly sets him up for failure yeah and just sabotages him and then he's like I know it was you, you fucking cunt, Yeah. whatever he says. And then that
0: shatters him, Andy, in that moment. He gets up. His dad knows immediately what's going on. He goes over, gives him a hug, turns around, goes back. I'm I'm back, baby. And he takes the drums in his own
1: control. Yeah, controls the whole band. These
0: are my sticks.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll tap you in. I'll tap you in. Yeah, I'll cue you, bitch. Yeah. I'm the best one here. He finally (laughs) realizes his you know he take he takes control he takes a yeah, stand man. he's like yeah. all the work that i've put in all the music i've memorized i am the best one in this orchestra and you all are going to bow to me mm-hmm. and then jk's like oh my god this is this is the new charlie parker yeah and he jk is like oh all right mm-hmm. and here we are
0: let's go <laughs>
1: yeah uh and then that's so that's what i
0: think you know obviously completed the movie for me yeah and know. he gets like,
1: the he gets the nod or whatever from jk uh-huh. at the end like you have you've the teacher becomes the master or whatever mm-hmm. the fucking student becomes the teacher almost so so now we have
0: with the full synopsis out of the way um death this like third time through now it felt more of like a dreamy nightmare experience well, because to me it's not grounded in reality you don't think so i don't think so it's for one uh jk's character
1: fletcher you don't think there's someone like he's that? like
0: mythological basically to me he's like militarized uh this music a scene. militarized artist. yeah he's pl- he's playing a sergeant he's playing what's his name in um full metal jacket
1: yeah the, whatever sergeant's name
0: and i've i've watched this there's this guy on youtube who did a full video essay he was in those types of like ivy league type uh music schools and shit and so and he that, was like this is a a sports music movie because the way that they've ingrained competition in the sense that there's like an a team a b team like mm-hmm. an a team drummer a b team like, j- like first
1: chair second chair
0: yeah they said it, it's not quite like they like that you get a scholarship for this role at this school yeah. and you are in in that that is like your spot your responsibility and I've seen a lot of other people say, "No, you, you know, you just, you never know what happens like behind closed doors and shit." But to me, it feels way too. Uh, it, feel, it feels a little bit more beyond reality. But once I accept that personally, uh-huh. I, I enjoyed it more than I did the first. couple So you times. don't think
1: there's an abusive genius band teacher out there i think
0: there is but i don't think there's ones that's like letting his students bleed onto their drum sets like this is supposed to be in that modern time too like kids have cell phones and shit like that doesn't like i don't know what is this some like crazy integrity among every single student to not let each other know that kids are being physically and verbally abused True. so it's it's it's, uh... this professor's making a living driving students to so yeah I, I mean i
1: don't i it, so there is the they assumption. kept it on wraps maybe they were so that's talking the with the catholic church getting a little skill from there right so hey, that we the keep assumption. this under wraps
0: and i'm not fully on board with the assumption that this is all behind mm-hmm. closed door and so that that will that was my first the qualm when i saw it the first time it's and, it, sti- and it remains it, it remains but but when i look at it in more of a dreamy uh nightmare state
1: a little bit outside of reality it,
0: it, yeah it fits more to me like black swan black yeah. swan is a little more it's like a kind of nightmare thing with a crazy instructor and whatnot and,
1: but you yeah, uh, know black swan like there's actual there's like a duality of, from of reality like and, and this delusion. there's no real break from it right, the whole right, right. thing would have to be in this <sighs> yeah thing
0: so, yeah right so so you're not get given when i make that black swan comparison i mean i know what you're saying yeah that it's it's just doesn't quite
1: feel it's a at earth it's a little too left of center i feel like it's a little black swan is like obviously towards the end like someone's so enveloped in this character that they're fucking nuts yeah but this movie i think it's like there could be this but there's probably not this type of situation especially at like a juilliard or something like you couldn't get away with that
0: yeah so that's something i'll grapple with the the only oh the other thing uh uh, like the color palette Mm -hmm. i I remembered it being so gold and it is still so gold and the only problem is, it was like
1: pretty dark too though right it
0: was it's dark but the the lighting is is gold Mm -hmm. so every room they're in is dark and then with this gold lighting so i'm like is every corner of nyc lit like that it's lit dog it's fucking lit and i was just i don't know i, I was I, i'm not super you're gonna, just not quite my tempo, not <laughs> I'm quite my fucking tempo you. No. and then by the end its it felt like a lot of tension for tension's sake
1: yeah um
0: it's like, so here okay, we get it
1: my brother thought the ending my brother thought that that jk was pushing him the whole time and like uh did that whole sabotage thing so he would rise to the challenge and I was like, there's no fucking way. No, because he was sabotaging.
0: Yeah. It. Fletcher also like uh, JK, like gives those cues that he was pissed off about it. Yeah. He's like,
1: yeah. I know
0: it was you. And then yeah. he's like,
1: all right, let's change sheets. And uh, he just looks at him and he's mm-hmm.
0: like, "What? what sheet master? I guess you could make the argument from your brother's perspective. My brother's that,
1: also like a coach.
0: But so. yeah, and like whether or not Fletcher uh, intentionally did it in that moment, he still did yeah he rose he rose to the sword get that accomplished yeah um one notable thing worth mentioning this was shot in 19
1: days oh that makes sense for 3.3 million and they made over 50 i mean talk about a movie with zero fat on it yeah exactly this more than fucking sound of metal this has Every scene drives the story forward. Yeah, our hour forty five it doesn't even it's not even like, hey, this is gonna reveal more about it. it's just like every scene's like, oh, plot's moving mm-hmm. and we're going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This is a a, a really high standard. There's
1: probably him. not many deleted scenes if it's shot in nineteen days. Also, nineteen days work, you get an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <JK>. right. Yeah. <laughs> Easiest yeah. Yeah. job I ever yeah. had.
0: Yeah, he, he fucking slayed that shit.
1: Yeah nice mustache too. where are you at with this um my score i've also seen it about three times my score is an eight five i feel when i have a good movie i feel like i always give it an eight five um but i think right now sound of metal in my head is a little bit better so i have it at a nine gotcha. um and so i think eight five is a great score for this movie um if you would ask me the first time i saw it i probably would have been like yeah this is an, a nine a nine yeah um, but since I've seen it three times, but it's, I mean, there's, yeah. Besides what you mentioned, I, I don't see it the same way, but besides that, I don't see any flaws in this movie. Like it just seemed like, uh, you know, the perfect, uh, teacher, student, mm-hmm. like they both were meant for each other, even though one's crazy abusive. Yeah. Like this is what the kid wanted. This is, he wants this intensity cause he wants to be the best. Uh-huh. And I just thought the movie was, it showed that really well. And, yeah, i don't
0: want to downplay how fucking good this movie is yeah. too it's a lot of people's favorite
1: yeah and i, would I mean like to hear from some of them on if that. i was like a little more like if this were my genre like i was a little more into the music mm-hmm. in this way and i knew because i don't know a ton about that world i was yeah, if not, there were more nazis in it yeah dude <laughs> see neo-nazis now you in the northwest come on uh-huh you see my haircut yeah we need more electric guitars for that. Though. Yeah, yeah. We know. Just like, uh, I felt like this. This. Uh, I don't know enough about Same. band and totally. orchestra and symphony. Which is I don't why know I a lot about neo nazis, but <laughs> I reverted to YouTube for that kind of stuff. Yeah. Which you know. So like, a if risk this in itself, like if this were somehow a soccer movie or something, and it was this good, and it was this good, nine yeah. easy nine. Yeah. But because I don't know, like I I appreciate the story, but it's hard for me to get like. Yeah, I, I don't know at the end i did get stoked and i'm like "Damn, yeah, miles yeah
0: i i will say the the uh other end that i really like uh the opposite part of like my qualm with it being kind of militarized is that it did give special attention to like the band yeah. scene And yeah. and that is is crucial
1: yeah you know? no the more, sound, uh, i think the sound of metal part that i liked they should have cast it in What <laughs> for d- drumline <laughs>
0: Oh my god, what if That'd be a what good if at- Miles Teller lost the role to Nick Cannon?
1: No, be- that's whiplash two. The streets. <laughs> <laughs> whiplash two, step up to the streets. Yeah. <laughs> Miles oh. Teller goes goes against a, an urban drummer that only has a, a like a bucket and he's just getting <laughs> yeah. his ass handed to him. You're like, This guy just has buckets. He's keeping oh. beat. Yeah, man, that's that. That we need to get that made <laughs> or cut that last section. I don't know, um. But I, yeah. So eight five for me. It's a great movie. Yeah. it's a really good fucking movie. It's, um,
0: it's it is really fucking good.
1: If I had if this had been my first time watching it like yesterday, I'm sure I'd have been like, yeah, uh, no, ten for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, I got a lot of friends online that are that this is a ten out of ten. You got a lot of online friends. I got a lot of online friends, uh, <laughs> all of age.
1: Um, <laughs> my dude <laughs> okay easy, like, easy, yeah easy. okay okay <laughs> um, easy damien damien chazelle we need to mention was the director of this movie who's also done la la land and first man he's he's just academy royalty and he's only 35 he's only 35 so young so so, so corruptible how old is riz so malleable 38 dude
0: okay here can we all right for the signaling oh, so this is a, this is an eight for me just because i've always had these qualms and it just and i'm not sure if i said my score but you didn't so this will forever be an eight for me it feels like um until i want to watch this with like a like mega fan of this movie you know i yeah. want to hear them brilliant, um, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. when he's
1: punching his his snare drum right on oh, the passion <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um so riz man okay so we need like a cine sinol- sinolinguist hall of fame type thing like the character that, spot yeah character spot because you know who is up there i think for us
1: Macon blair john bernthal <laughs> Macon blair and riz, and riz Ahmed. Ahmed?
0: so basically that's pretty
1: if, fucking solid
0: until you've played like a really uh kind of low member of society on the outskirts and have had your shit beaten in amen then you're not going to get a spot
1: now you need like tim robbins and shawshank he yeah. he he needs a few more movies like that yeah, to get exactly off the, <laughs> to get, yeah he needs to get raped a few more times in prison
0: it's it's actually a uh a, a blue collar character ratio if if more than if more than 25 percent of your roles are a white collar character can't do it you're out
1: yeah i can't do it so yeah, john
0: bernthal what... holds the number one spot i'm sure uh,
1: once once i saw uh christian bale and the big short and then american psycho is like hey you're almost there with yeah. uh, Rescue rescued but yeah unfortunately i know yeah
0: he he kind of pushed himself out yeah but that's okay because it's not for him yeah this
1: you isn't know? his this isn't his whole
0: thing no not at all um michelle williams yeah i don't know about for you <laughs> yeah, she's well,
1: michelle williams was like born it's swedish over 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 on highway 99
0: yeah she still spends all her money on smokes and wild turkey
1: (laughs) she's a she's a an ever woman through and through and she doesn't even know it yeah jesus okay that's what it that's what i ran into her at henry's this morning (laughs) she's she's fighting she was fighting over the price for for 14 should be the price for 12 it's basically a dozen
0: (laughs) hey man do you have a a dollar you don't need to catch the transit um yeah we'll get her and john bernthal playing our everett uh, sort of like city piece yeah the
1: heroin couple yeah
0: <laughs> um but yeah that wraps it up for this episode man i think that these movies are all so fucking good um, yeah a whiplash and sound of metal i would recommend to
1: anybody yeah easily
0: uh green room like we said you gotta be able to stomach uh gore open wounds
1: some neck meat there's a good amount of neck meat in there yeah
0: are you okay with Watching, uh, maybe from Arrested Development, get her face eaten by yeah. You need to ask yourself that.
1: And the fucking guy is just commanding the dogs in German.
0: Eins, oh my die. god Terrifying.
1: Yeah, that was f- <laughs> dude. Neo Nazis are the fucking dude. You're American. <laughs> like you have nothing to do it's with so Nazism. Delusional. Yeah. Why are you speaking German
0: to people? Yeah, and he's like, you know, I was I was a, a veterinarian for a long time. Uh, uh, Irish born. And then I met this guy, uh,
1: Adolf. Yeah, seriously, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, oh, it's just like, no, I bet the, the neo-Nazis, like, in in Germany just laugh at the American. Like, they cut, they'll they fly over to go to some, you know, uh, convention. And sh- shoot some guns. Yeah. Shoot some, some Mousers. Some convention. And they just all, they just get shit on by the German ones. They're like, oh, my God, look at these pussies. These wannabes. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, they're speaking broken German to them because they're like, oh, we're part of the culture. That's where the anger from American neo-Nazis is from. It's not at other races. They're just, they're not accepted by their, the people they think are their motherland. by their motherland. Yeah. yeah even though like most of them are like British, British, Irish Americans. They're not even German.
0: Yeah. That's true, man. It is a really mostly just fallout idiots who are like, God, they used to do crazy shit back in the day. That
1: could be us. We hey, could yeah. do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah they're all gonna always gonna hold on to it that's the thing you can't you can't erase history so you can't you can't you also can't prevent people from chasing after it yeah just it's just gonna happen not uh, saying that like
1: they really stood for something maybe that's what they just there's nothing to do in some of these areas oh yeah so they're just like we gotta stand for something Uh uh-huh
0: yeah and they're so delusional by with like current events that they need something to like bridge the two
1: yeah what the fuck anyway
0: (laughs) uh, next episode, I'm not sure what we'll be covering. Tenant is available, so we're going to get, uh, we're going to get Nolan on the podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, See, Nolan's on his way. I haven't heard heard back quite yet, but I think if we give him a good script, he can plagiarize, it should be okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, we'll find an anime for him. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, it's, this could be live action. Yeah. <laughs> like, are they titties? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's some great cakes. <laughs> got a good set of yams on her.
0: I forget he's British.
1: (laughs) All right. Till next
0: time. All right.